today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A continuation of a story that we've been talking about for quite some time. And that, of course, is what's going to happen with Hamilton's entertainment facilities. Uh, That being, of course, First Ontario Centre, the arena. Uh, First Ontario Concert Hall, formerly Hamilton Place. And, of course, the Convention Centre. And as you know... There is yet another report that's coming out. Uh, I know, I know, we could probably fill a truck with these things that's going to suggest what the courses of action may well be for this. Well, the problem we got here is that uh, the arena itself has one major tenant, that being the Hamilton Bulldogs. And uh, Michael Andlar has been more than patient over the last little while as they've gone from report to report and this possibility and that possibility. Uh, He needs a new building. And he's been saying that since he took over the, this hockey team many, many years ago. And the city's kind of been putting, you know, duct tape around problems around here, trying to fix the arena up. But, I mean, it's it's long past its best before date. Now there are rumblings that uh, Mr. Andlar is uh, finally just about had enough and may start looking for another area to place his arena and his hockey team. Now, I'm not sure how city council is going to respond to that. i got a pretty good idea. But uh, – if you lose your major tenant, you have to ask yourself, well, why do we even need an arena then? Just for the odd concert? Is that going to be a money-making possibility? Let's uh, bring Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show, into the uh, conversation. He's also, of course, sports columnist with your Hamilton Spectator. Scott, welcome to the show. Good to have you back today. Thanks, Bill. Uh, this doesn't surprise you, does it? Uh, it, it? The only thing that surprises me about this is that Michael Ann Lauer has consistently avoided until now throwing out the idea of moving the team. That's been something that he has intentionally, he's told me before, intentionally not brought up because he, I get the sense that he doesn't want to be seen as truly one of those owners, you know, an Al Davis or whatever, who, you know, is just a constant threat that build me something or I'm out of here. How many and, times, and so, remember how many times the Edmonton Oilers did that? Edmonton you know, if, if, if we don't get a new arena in Edmonton, we're moving to Hamilton. I mean, Bill, there's been... I would argue that if you were to go down the list over the past, let's say, 30 years, you could probably find 50 teams in all the different leagues, at least, that have used that as leverage to try and get a new building. And so that's the part that surprises me. Until now, he has studiously avoided throwing out that threat. But here's the thing about this whole story that I think is probably helpful, because I know that there's pe- there are people listening right now, and you would probably agree, you may not, they're probably listening right now saying, it's the Hamilton Bulldogs. It's a junior hockey team. Who cares? Why do we need a new arena for this? And so I, I think the better discussion, quite honestly, while we'll get back to this because, I mean, certainly Michael Anlauer is a key part of this, is just about a new arena in this city, period, whether it's for the Bulldogs or whether it's for anything else. And the last report that I saw that came in front of city council said that in the next two or three or four years, this arena to remain running at any kind of relevant level is going to need something in the neighborhood of $30 million in Mm -hmm. upgrades. Well, as a taxpayer, forget as a sports fan, forget as a concert fan, forget as anything else. As a taxpayer, if my city council dumps $30 million into an arena and then decides, you know what, we're going to build a new arena or we're going to sell that area to a developer and let them do whatever they want, that is $30 million flushed down the toilet. So as a taxpayer, this thing has to be decided sooner rather than later. And if they say, we are going to simply shut down the arena, let Ann Lauer take his team and whoever else and move elsewhere, that's their choice. 
But I do not want to see $30 million of my taxes thrown into something that is then just flushed down the toilet. That's, that's to me, where the story is here. You either have to, and if it's $30 million bucks that they're going to spend to fix this place, and, and you've got an owner who says, hey, I've already publicly said I will match city money dollar for dollar, and an arena is going to cost 60 or $70 million. Now, this is a small arena, of course, but somewhere else in the city. Wouldn't it be wiser use of our city money to take that money, build a brand new arena that's more properly sized for almost everything we have in town, get it brand new and state-of-the-art, rather than just flushing it down the toilet. The whole thing, it, it doesn't make any sense unless the city just plans to say, we're going to figure out something in the next year so we can get something done in the next two years, let's say, and sell it to a developer or whatever else and move from there. But I don't see that yet. Well, that's only one of the plans that's come forward in the last little while. And you've got some members on city council that are saying, well, we want to get out of the arena business altogether. Well, if that's going to be, if that's the council decision, then Michael may as well start looking for greener pastures because, I mean, there's going to have to be some city commitment. Uh, there just is a, in just about every place else. There, This is not the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is the Hamilton Bulldogs. And for this owner to actually pony up and say, I'll, I'll match up to $30 million on this, uh, is is unthinkable. I mean, most owners, as you say, are putting a gun to the head of the city council. This guy's saying, let's partner. And he's uh, he's more than patient about this, Scott. And I don't blame him for being frustrated now. But uh, again, that, that's fine. And, and I saw the comments from Councillor Marula, who said we're trying to get out of this business, not into it. That's fine. But you have an arena, you have a building right now that already has significant deficiencies that are requiring millions of dollars in upgrades. So my point is this. That may be fine. You can choose, if you're the city council, that we're getting out of this business. But you then have to make a decision in much quicker fashion than anything else seems to get decided in the city. This is not something, then, that can get dragged on for two, three, four, five years. Because in the meantime, you are having to pour millions into this building. So either make it, you're going to have to make a decision quickly in the next year, maybe, at the most, maybe a year and a half, I don't know, you're going to have to make a decision relatively quickly or you're going to have to do something about it. And I just, maybe, Bill, maybe my cynicism, skepticism, whatever, I, I just don't see, based on past record, I don't see council making a fast decision on this one. And so you end up with this limbo that's going to cost us potentially millions of dollars. Well, and we've had this discussion with city officials for how many years now, Scott? You've done it on your program. We've certainly done it here. Uh, and I, I was bemoaning the fact that they're doing yet another study. And, oh, no, no, we really need this information. We're not going to find out anything we don't already know. I mean, this is, as Michael described it, and it's a phrase we start to use an awful lot around here, paralysis by analysis. They study something to death, and, and they keep kicking it down the road. And and that's that's the cause of frustration. I mean, this could have been, should have actually been decided a long time ago. So if the city were serious about what they're talking about, and, and listen, the, the, the idea of potentially selling this land to a developer and as part of the condition of sale requiring the developer build a new arena or concert hall or both or convention center or something. So you have all the, we keep hearing with the vertical rights. You can build condos or whatever and make all your money, but you have to build this for us as part of the sale. Councilor Marula came up with that idea on my show one night, and it's a good idea, I think. I think it's a good idea. What, but again, we're now into the paralysis stage. So for the city, there is a possibility here, for sure. But rather than, as far as we know, maybe this has happened, we just don't know about it, rather than opening it up and saying, listen, if you're a developer 
What are you willing to give us for this land? Let's let's hear from you. Throw it out there as a public thing. No guarantee that we're going to sell it, but let's get a sense of what what offers we could get. Maybe those offers have come in already quietly, but I don't know that that's happened yet, and that seems to me to be something you could have done immediately to get a sense. And if a developer says, well, we'll give you you know, $10 million for it, but we refuse to build that building there, well, then you say, all right, that's an idea that's not going to work. But if you put it out there and someone says, yeah, we'll give you $200 million for that area, plus we'll build you all the stuff you want, well, then you you can say, well, let's have that report then and let's get this thing moving. Right now, it seems to be in a, in a, in a stage of something that I don't know what it is. Are we even sure where we want this thing to go if there is going to be another arena? Oh, well, there, <laughs> there's, your, there's your next stadium fight, right? Yeah. Because we're going to have a group of people who are going to say it has to be downtown. It must be on the LRT line it ha- if, if that ever comes. It has to be in the core. And there are others who are going to be saying, well, wait a second. If the guy is going to be, if Ian Lauer is going to be willing to put in half the money, surely he has some say. And if he thinks it's better, because he's talked about on the mountain, he's also talked about downtown, mm-hmm. um, you, you will end up with, the, you're right, that'll be the next stage of the fight, which will drag it out for another two or three years, because you'll have, presumably, if, again, if history follows, you will have the downtown councillors arguing that any public money for an arena must be in the downtown. And you will have rural councillors saying, well, wait a second, no, it can be on the Red Hill, or not a Red Hill, it could be on the Link, it can be at Lime Ridge, it can be somewhere else, why do we need it in the downtown? And we've seen how that goes, it drags on forever, and then it eventually gets decided in a way that probably satisfies almost nobody. Well, and, and therein lies the problem. It's going to be location. It's going to be this, uh, you know. It, and by the way, Michael Andlar has not ruled out downtown. He just, he's nope. obviously looked at other options here because this thing is stalled at this present time. Uh, and I, I'm going to tell you, if the city doesn't partner in this, and this is not a threat from him, I just a sense that I get. Uh, if the city's saying, no, thanks, we're not going to get involved in this thing, I, I, don't, I don't blame him if he starts looking. And you know... Although Michael won't admit to this, but I mean, I you know, we both have our sources. You know that there are other communities that are knocking on the door and saying, "Michael, if you when you decide to give up on these guys, uh, give us a call." Uh, they'd be more than willing to take these guys on. Well, remember, uh, it was not well. How long ago was it? Now, boy, I say it was not that long ago. Uh, time flies. It's probably a decade now. Whatever it was that we were talking about, the stadium that was being built and the idea of uh, the. Um, Arizona Coyotes, the Phoenix Coyotes coming to Hamilton with Jim Balsillie. There were the Paletta lands in Aldershot right by the GO station. And that was a publicly stated area of interest that uh, Mr. Paletta was was interested in. Now, he was talking about an NHL franchise. But you've got open land there with a with a, a, a man who's a, a businessman who loves sports. He was in the front row of the uh, Hamilton Honey Badgers first game yesterday. Um Listen, I see I see Ange Paletta at all the Ticad games. We we sit very close yep. to each other, and and I I, I always kid him. I said, so uh, you know, are you building that new arena? Because that land is still empty there. Yep. Uh, yep. And he just kind of smiles coyly and just says, "Well, you never know." Kind of you know. It's, so I know there's something going on there. Now I don't know if there's anything signed, sealed, and delivered. I don't, nope. uh, but on the other hand, it's not as if Michael Andelar doesn't have options, and that is certainly one of them. And I Burlington would welcome these guys. And uh, think about, you know, and again, uh, I go back to what I said at the beginning. There's a fair number of people listening right now who I'm pretty sure are going to be saying, yeah, but it's junior hockey, who cares? It's the OHL. It doesn't matter to me. It's irrelevant to me. Here's why I think that kind of thing could matter. If they were to build, let's say, a 7,000-seat arena, probably I would guess 80% 
of the events that happen at First Ontario Centre right now fall into roughly that size or smaller. Most of the con- there are not many concerts that are the full stadium experience to come to town. We had Garth Brooks a few times. We had Paul McCartney recently. There's a few others. But most of the concerts and the events that come to this area right now could probably be handled with about a 7,000-seat state-of-the-art arena. All of a sudden, you now have First Ontario Centre, which will be competing for those same concerts, those same events. And many of them will say, you know what, that new arena that's right on the go station, if it was there, or that's more suited to our size, we'll, we'll go there. And now you've got this big arena in downtown Hamilton that is sitting empty more than it has been already, and it doesn't have an anchor tenant. There's a ripple effect to some of the things that could happen. It's not... The story right now is about the Bulldogs. It's not just about the Hamilton Bulldogs. There's a lot more things that can happen because of this. Well, and there are options. And, and I know people are going to say, well, yeah, but, you know, the Garth Brooks show, the McCartney show, and yeah. th- those come around once every three or four years, if that. Uh, and and, and by the way, the big names are still playing those small. I mean, Elton John played St. Catharines Arena a couple of months ago. I mean, uh, they understand that that's, that's the, the way of the future right now, and that they're, they're comfortable with that. Those big names play those halls as well. Uh, so it's it's not as if we're going to be missing out on an awful lot. Uh, I, I got I got thirty seconds left here. Yeah. Are, are these guys going to do something about this, or is this going to end up like so many other things where they just throw up their hands in desperation and say that's it, we give up? What do you think? Uh, I, I can see council still waving the flag and saying we're looking for private sector investors, but you know, uh, I got to tell you something. If if I'm uh, on the money, if I'm a guy who couldn't sign a check and say yeah, I'm I'm going to be one of these. I, I don't know if I'm so reticent to get involved with Hamilton City Council right now because uh, I figured, geez, you know, these guys, they dither. They you know, don't know what they seem to want that from one minute to the next. Uh, they're, they're not the kind of stable partner that, that somebody who's going to invest a lot of money I don't think would want to do. I, Michael Antler is still on side, but, you know, <laughs> watch it. I mean, if these guys are looking for greener pastures and think, oh, we don't need Michael, uh, watch what you wish for. It's just that that decision has to be made. If they choose not to do anything, Fine, fine, but make a decision. It, it's all about making a decision because we're reaching a point where this arena is going to need so much money that delays are simply costing money that could be wasted. Make a decision, make it promptly, and then I think Michael Landlauer and the city of Hamilton and the citizens and everyone else will deal with it and move along. Just it can't be another stadium situation where this thing drags on forever. No, and we almost lost that one, too. I know you guys will be talking about it on your show tonight. 6 o'clock, the Scott Radley Show here on CHML. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.